0: employee and another staffer who brought a prostitute to his hotel room, then called police when she stole from him. Both were fired, according to the former employees. Company representatives declined to comment. Opinions differ on whether Uber will be blown off course by this storm. This is only a small bump in the road. Uber has become an essential habit in so many people's lives. Business will go on as usual, and people have short-term memories says Manny Fernandez, CEO of angel investment firm DreamFunded.com. Other observers beg to differ. Roger McNamee, founding partner at venture capital firm Elevation Partners, questions Uber's huge capital raises, $15 billion, despite lingering uncertainty about per-ride profitability and its limited financial disclosures. Now the company's horrific culture has been exposed in terms that may cause an acceleration in the Delete Uber campaign, he says. By many accounts, the Fowler affair could well be a turning point for a company that had in the past been accused of reacting brusquely, if at all, to criticism. While women have been raising a red flag for decades about their treatment in the tech industry, this salvo hit its target— what was reflected in that blog post happens in plenty of other places, says Elizabeth Ames of the Anita Borg Institute, a nonprofit trying to advance women in technology. Everyone in the valley seems to have a friend or a friend of a friend who has had a similar experience. It's three degrees of separation. Fowler describes female colleagues leaving the company due to organizational chaos, and there was also the sexism within the organization. When she raised the issue at an all-hands meeting, she was told the women of Uber just needed to step up and be better engineers. At the staff meeting Tuesday, a visibly upset Kalanick acknowledged breakdowns in the company's system and owned up to his mistakes in overlooking in-house issues. For an hour, he discussed accountability and fielded questions from employees angered by Uber's missteps, according to a person who attended the meeting but is not authorized to speak publicly about it. Then on Thursday, Kalanick met with more than a hundred female engineers for an hour, during which they urged him to begin listening to your own people, according to BuzzFeed News. Everyone who's in these rooms now believes that there is a systemic problem here, one engineer told Kalanick, according to the article. Kalanick responded that he wanted to get at the people who are making this place a bad place, and you have my commitment. Uber Chief Technology Officer Tuan Pham also held a soul-searching meeting with staffers. One of them, software engineer Henry Lynn, tweeted Thursday that his boss was crying and said he was willing to leave the company if the climate didn't improve in six months. The CTO lamented a culture that measures output but not peer collaboration, and this creates an aggressive environment, wrote Lin. He added that Pham said, I've always heard people say we want to hire more women, but we won't lower the bar for them. I want to change the narrative. Uber has launched an internal investigation. Uber board member Arianna Huffington wrote that she would hold the leadership team's feet to the fire. The probe is being led by former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, who Uber hired back in June to help with other regulatory issues, along with help from Huffington and Uber Chief Human Resource Officer Leanne Hornsey. But that inquiry may not put the bad times in Uber's rearview mirror. The Capers are skeptical that change will come from a probe headed by a team of insiders, with a vested interest in not upsetting the private juggernauts' eventual road to a lucrative initial public offering. Holder and his law firm partner, Tammy Alberon, responded to the Capers' letter with a statement, saying they intended to be thorough, impartial, and objective. Traditionally, Kalanick has tackled obstacles with the same approach—ignore and proceed— When he started Uber with a few friends in 2009, the idea was to create an app that would give town car drivers extra fares during their downtime. It was less about starting a world-changing business and more about helping his friends get cool, upscale rides. But as the concept caught on, Kalanick had to face off against irate taxi commissions and politicians, groups that had managed to derail past tech startups hoping to get in the transportation game. This industry required a certain personality to change it, someone willing to stand up to regulators and change laws or make new ones, says Brad Stone, author of The Upstarts, which chronicles category-altering companies such as Uber and Airbnb.